Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast presented by Global Grace Ministries. I am your host, Francis Wessel, and I hope you are at a place where you can take some notes because today we will be talking about the tribulation. This is episode number six of the series, Studying the End of Times. Last week, we discussed the rapture of the church. Please remember that if you have questions about our ministry or about what we cover in this podcast, you can write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Also, to invite us to come to your church to preach or teach, you can write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Now let us unpack today's subject, which is the tribulation. Since this is not an eschatology class, and for lack of time, I will only cover the major events and characters of what we call the tribulation and the great tribulation. Those are the names of the last seven years before the second coming of Christ. These seven years are divided into two different periods of three and a half years each. The seven years will be horrific, but they have been designed to bring Israel into salvation. Before I start describing the events of the tribulation, let me talk a little bit about the main characters that will appear during this period of time. Let us start by talking about the Antichrist. There are over 100 passages of scripture that describe the Antichrist, but the word Antichrist appears only four times in the Bible. Many people thought that Adolf Hitler was the Antichrist, but the real Antichrist will make Hitler, Stanley, Mao, and Saddam Hussein seem nice by comparison. He will persecute, torture, and kill thousands. The Bible does not tell us who this person will be, but it does give us many details about him. Daniel chapter 7 and 11 and Revelation 13 tells us that he will be a charismatic person. He will fool the masses. He will be cunning. He will win the world with his intrigues. He will be cruel. He will be low-key politically, according to Daniel 7, which tells us that the Antichrist will not make a big splash when he arrives. He also will be intimidating according to Revelations 13.2, which compares him to a beast. For many years, it was believed that the Antichrist would be a Jew. The Bible does not support that. On the contrary, it tells us that it will be a Gentile. Go with me to Daniel 18, and we're going to read verses 9 through 11, which say, This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven heels on which the woman sits. They are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is. The other has not yet come, but when he does come, he must remain for a little while. The beast, who once was and now is not, is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going to his destruction. Since the kings are Gentiles and the Antichrist is one of them, he cannot be Jewish. The Antichrist and the beast are the same person. If you read Daniel chapter 7 and Revelation 13, you will find many similarities between the beast and the Antichrist. Some people think that he will be a Muslim person, but I do not think so, because he will promote a universal religion which will exalt a woman. No Muslim will ever promote a woman. 
He is the first horse of the apocalypse, which we will be discussing soon. This tells us that he appears at the beginning of the tribulation. Like I said, the Antichrist will promote a one-world religion. I wish I had more time to give you more details about this one-world religion and currency, but I do not. The only thing that I will tell you is that most scholars believe that the one-world religion or the one-world church will be a modified Roman Catholic Church. It will not be the Roman Catholic Church we know now, but a modified version of it. What I will talk about, at least for a little while, is the 144,000 Jewish evangelists that the Bible talks about. These will be chosen by God to preach the gospel to Israel during the tribulation. It is not very clear when or how they will be saved, but they will be what we now call Messianic Jews. Some people believe that God will raise these wonderful servants of God from the church, but that is not the case. First of all, God raises them during the tribulation, which means that the church is no longer on earth. And second, the Bible is very clear. These are all Jewish men. Go with me to Revelation 7. We're going to start reading on verse 3. Do not harm the land or the sea or the trees until we put a seal on the foreheads of the servants of God. Then I heard the number of those who were sealed, 144,000 from all the tribes of Israel. From the tribe of Judah, 12,000 were sealed. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. From the tribe of God, 12,000. From the tribe of Asher, 12,000. From the tribe of Naphtali, 12,000. From the tribe of Manasseh, 12,000. From the tribe of Simeon, 12,000. From the tribe of Levi, 12,000. From the tribe of Issachar, 12,000. From the tribe of Zebulon, 12,000. From the tribe of Joseph, 12,000. And from the tribe of Benjamin, 12,000. So in total, God will be raising an army of preaching Jews that total 144,000. God will protect them from the harm and they will survive the entire seven years of the tribulation and the great tribulation. If you want to read more about these wonderful men, you will find that the Apostle John writes of these evangelists in Revelation 7, 1 through 8 and 14, 1 through 5. Let me pause here and make you think for a minute. You will notice soon that the Muslim religion does not appear in any way, shape or form or is even mentioned in the prophecies of the end times, which should make us think that in the battle of Ezekiel 38 that we discussed in episode 4, God puts an end to any Muslim power, which should give us the assurance that the end of the world will not come by radical Muslim domination. Now, the Bible does not tell us that, but since the Antichrist is not a Muslim, Muslim nations will not have much power during the tribulation or the great tribulation. I'm not saying that these nations will not exist. I'm just saying that they will not be as powerful as they are right now. In fact, none of the current powerful nations of the world, with the except of Russia, is mentioned in the end of time prophecies. The United States is not mentioned by name, and China does not appear in those prophecies either, which means that either China also lost its power in the Battle of Ezekiel 38 or it gets absorbed 
in the world division that happens during the tribulation, like I believe the United States will. In either case, we know that neither China or Korea will be responsible for the end of the world, which considering the fact that these powerful nations do not consider the United States a friend should give us the people who live in the United States at the moment some peace of mind. My family, I wish I could teach you more about the tribulation, but there is only so much I can share in this short podcast. So let me cover now the judgments of God that will happen during the tribulation before I run out of time. The book of Revelation speaks of three series of judgments during the tribulation and the great tribulation. About half of them happen during the tribulation. Go with me to Revelation 6.1. It says, I watched as the Lamb opened the first of the seven seals. Then I heard one of the four living creatures say in a voice like thunder, Come. I looked and there before me was a white horse. Its rider held a bow. And he was given a crown and he rode out as the conqueror bent on conquest. When the Lamb opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature say, Come. Then another horse came out, a fiery red one. Its rider was giving power to take peace from the earth and to make people kill each other. To him was giving a large sword. When the Lamb opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a black horse. Its rider was holding a pair of scales in his hand. Then I heard what sounded like a voice among the four living creatures, saying, Two pounds, two pounds of wheat for a day's wages, and six pounds of barley for a day's wages, and do not damage the oil and the wine. When the lamb opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature say, Come. I looked, and there before me was a pale horse. Its rider was named Death and Hades was following close behind. They were giving power over a fourth of the earth to kill by sore, famine, and plague, and by the wild beast of the earth. The first four seals are four horses. The white horse, which rider, is the Antichrist, as we said previously. He will appear on the world stage at the beginning of the tribulation. The red horse represents war and bloodshed, Nations will rise against nations, and individuals will fight one another. It will be a time of crime, murder, revolution, and war. The third horse is the black horse. The color black is often connected with famine in the Bible. The lack of food is a typical product of war. This famine is going to provide the way for the Antichrist to reign. Later, during the Great Tribulation, he is going to require people to take his mark in order to sell or buy. Hunger will give him control. The pale horse, or the fourth horse, its rider, its death, that brings Hades back. They will kill with sore, famine, disease, and wild beasts. These are the four judgments that the Lord said he was going to command in Ezekiel 14.21. Death and Hades are mentioned together three times in Revelation. For lack of time, I will not read the rest of the chapter, but you should do it. In it, you will find the fifth seal, which covers the death of the saints that had died as martyrs. They in heaven claim justice and get told to wait still a little longer. The sixth seal includes a massive earthquake, which is in Revelation 6, 12-14, and the seventh seal contains the seven trumpets, 
which are found in Revelations 8, 1 through 5. These first seven judgments happened during the tribulation, and even though I believe the first three trumpets, which are the second set of judgment, happened still during the tribulation, I will speak about them in our next episode. If you count the rapture of the church and all the people who died during the tribulation, I believe that by this time in the calendar of the end times, earth will have lost half of its human population and at least one third of every animal. Can you imagine the devastation? The only glimpse of hope I can give you about this time on earth is that there will still be a chance of salvation. People who heard the gospel and refused to accept his message before the rapture will still be able to accept Jesus as their savior. But to be honest, I do not think there will be many people who will do that. The heart of many will have grown even colder, and instead of looking towards God, they will look towards the Antichrist for world peace and for their resources. I ran out of time, but please do not miss our next episode in which we will be covering the Great Tribulation. I leave you with the words of Isaiah in chapter 55. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Let them turn to the Lord and he will have mercy on them. And to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declared the Lord. Amen and amen. I would greatly appreciate if you rate and subscribe to our podcast. Also, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what you think about our podcast and any other subject that you would like us to speak about. You can write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Thank you so much for your time today. God bless you.